In the last episode, I encouraged you to commit to getting your child's sleep back on track after the holidays. Did you start? Like, did you give it a try? Did you hold firm about a sleep time and awake time? Did you even move a couple of minutes closer to the goal? Remember that change is hard for most of us and bedtime can be a doozy. So have some grace with yourself, but also don't give up. Stay strong because it will pay off. Today, we're gonna expand on our sleep or bedtime routine and look at the other habits and routines that we have in our family that are important to having a chaos-free home and ultimately allowing you to be the lazy parent with independent and capable kids. Hello, and welcome to the Lazy Parenting Podcast, hosted by me, Stephanie Kennedy, the self-proclaimed OG lazy parent. Every week, we're going to dive deep into the concept and methodology of lazy parenting, and I'll share all of my tips and tricks and strategies to help support you in this crazy journey of parenting that we are all on. So listen in, implement the strategies, and watch as your children become more independent, more capable, more self-reliant in all of their things. You'll be amazed as you watch their confidence grow, and they become happy, joyful, kind, empathetic, young adults ready to head off on their own, living their true purpose. Sounds like exciting, right? So let's go. Let's all become lazy parents. Okay, so now that you've decided on a bedtime for your child, the next step is to relook at the things that happened before bedtime. What other items need to be done before they go to sleep? Brushing their teeth, talking about the plan for tomorrow, which is a really big key piece. If you have a child who really likes to know what is going to happen the next day, it can really set your whole day up for success if you do that and then stay firm with what those plans are. Maybe you like to pick out their clothes for the next day. What about the bonus stuff? The things they love about bedtime, like reading a book with you or that your partner, singing a song, saying their prayers, cuddle time. The key is in getting the things that need to be done is to get those done before the bonus things. I call this a when-then routine. An established when-then routine can revolutionize your bedtime and other times of the day when you need certain things to be done. For example, when your child is done studying their French vocab, then he can have 30 minutes to play video games. Or when your daughter gets dressed, packs her backpack, makes her bed, then she can eat breakfast. The key is to make sure that the very last item in the routine, whatever it is that your child loves to do, and that's going to be different for each of them, maybe watching a video game or playing um, a board game or eating a snack or playing with a friend or doing a puzzle or whatever it is that your child loves to do, the key is making sure that that can only happen after the needed stuff is done. Now be careful here. If you've never done this before or you don't have very many routines set out yet, be sure to start small. Retool, rework one routine at a time. For example, start with bedtime and only after it is working, move on to your morning routine. The key is that once you make a routine, you have to stick to it. Another key is, depending on the age of your child, giving them some control and choice over how the routine looks. But once agreed upon, there is no wavering or backing down from you. We have to hold our kids accountable to the routine. Remember, once we let it go, all that work we did to establish the routine disappears lickety-split. And it is hella to get it back. So how do you do this? 
I want you to generate a list of all of the things that need to get done within the routine or the time of day that you're struggling with the most right now. So whether it's the morning routine or the bedtime routine, list down all of the pieces that need to get done and then look at those pieces that need to get done and that what are the things that are stopping it from getting done right now? Like where are your pain points with your child? What are they wanting to do when you're asking them to do something else? And then try to balance that out. Pick only the things that must be done at first. Again, if you give them a list of like 10 things that have to be done, you're going to struggle with that with your child. So pick, you know, the three things that have to get done. So that might mean they have to get their pajamas on, they have to brush their teeth, and they have to pick up their clothes for the next day. And then find out what it is that they love to do and only let them do it at that time of the day. That's also key. Creating that reward for them completing the items that you ask them to do is really important here. Picking out what that special thing is that they get to do once they've done all of their required items. If you're letting them play video games all day, then it's not a big deal if they get to play video games after they do their homework or do their chores or put their things away when they come home from school. So again, setting up the when-then statement is an excellent way of starting to create some independence, some accountability, and getting your kids to do the chores that they need to get done before they get the fun stuff. Thanks for listening to the Lazy Parenting Podcast today. Be sure to come back tomorrow for more tips and tricks. I'm going to come at you every day to help support you through this crazy world of parenting that we are in. I would love to have your support over on Instagram or come join my Facebook group where we can support each other. Um, More specifically, if you have any questions or tips that you want to share, that is the place to do it. Again, if you're loving today's episode, please be sure to share with all of your friends and let's grow this community of lazy parenting together.